Section 5 of The Wise of Cooking by Janet Mackenzie Hill. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Section 5 Frying. 1. Why are fried foods so pleasing to the taste? Answer. When food is properly fried, the outside is seared over so quickly that the flavor and juices within are retained in full. Also, the outside is caramelized, as it were, giving an additional flavor that is most enjoyable. 2. Why are properly fried articles free of all excess of fat? Answer. If articles made of flour, as fritters and doughnuts, contain eggs in sufficient quantity, and the fat be at the right temperature when they are set to cook, the fat will coagulate the egg upon the outside and make a covering, which the fat cannot penetrate. In the same manner, fat is excluded from croquettes, cutlets, fish, oysters, etc., coated with egg and crumbs. 3. Why is a cast-iron round-bottom scotch bowl a good utensil for frying purposes? Answer. The scotch bowl stands firm on the stove. It is not injured by heat and is of such shape that without calling for a large quantity of fat, it holds enough to cover the articles to be cooked. 4. Why use a basket in frying such articles as croquettes, oysters, etc.? Answer. By the use of a basket, a number of soft articles that require cooking the same length of time may be let down into the fat, drained, and lifted out all at once. 5. Why is it necessary to set the articles in the basket apart, one from another? Answer. If the articles touch each other, steam is formed that softens the otherwise crisp exterior six why is deep fat frying considered preferable to sautéing answer because deep fat frying is more economical of fat and the articles so cooked more wholesome seven how is deep fat frying more economical than sautéing answer in sautéing an article after one side is cooked it is turned to cook the other side there is no opportunity to drain the cooked side and exposed to the air it cools and admits the fat thus making the process wasteful and the food less digestible eight why is it important in deep frying to use plenty of fat answer unless there is a good body of fat when cold food is put into it the temperature is so quickly reduced that no protecting crust is formed and the food quickly soaks up the fat it is also important not to push too much cold food into the fat at one time. 9. Why test the temperature of fat with a breadcrumb? Answer. It is less wasteful to test with a crumb than with the uncooked article, especially if the process must be repeated. 10. Why allow only 20 seconds to brown the crumb when French fried potatoes are to be cooked, while 60 seconds are counted before the fat is thought ready for doughnuts and fritters answer the fat for french fried potatoes must be rather hot when the potatoes are lowered into it as the potatoes being chilled the temperature is lowered at once eleven why set crisco over the fire in an unheated pan answer crisco as all fats is less wholesome if subjected to too high temperature and if put into a hot pan some portion of it is liable to be overheated. 12. Why not wait until Crisco smokes before frying? Answer. 
when frying with lard the point at which it smokes is frequently considered as the proper frying temperature the smoking point of crisco is considerably higher than the proper frying temperature and if it smokes it is much too hot for proper frying the safest way therefore is to always test the frying medium with the breadcrumb thirteen why is the high smoking point of crisco a distinct advantage answer when any fat smokes it decomposes and forms a substance which is irritating to the digestive organs and this substance is absorbed by food fried in smoking fat then too it is possible to fry with crisco and not have a kitchen full of smoke fourteen why strain fat through two or three folds of cheesecloth each time after frying answer crisco that has been used contains flour or particles of food these burn at a much lower temperature than crisco does and unless removed will on reheating burn and discolor the crisco fifteen why is but one kettle of crisco needed for frying fish doughnuts or any other article answer articles properly fried retain all the flavor and impart none to the fat to counteract any carelessness in frying the fat may be clarified by cooking a few slices of raw potato in it sixteen is it ever advisable to use cracker crumbs and if so when and why if not why are bread crumbs preferable answer soft bread crumbs are best to use for coating they hold more moisture than cracker crumbs and give a better color seventeen why do doughnuts sometimes crack in frying occasioning a rough surface answer when doughnuts crack try adding a little more milk probably they have been mixed too stiff the dough for doughnuts should be as soft as can be handled eighteen why does raw potato clarify the fat answer raw potato contains considerable water while frying this water evaporates and carried with it the odors and flavors it has absorbed nineteen why turn doughnuts and fritters repeatedly rather than allow them to cook on one side continuously until done doughnuts and fritters are turned as soon as they rise to the top of the fat and often thereafter that they may be of uniformly fine texture throughout twenty why set all articles taken from the fat at once on soft or tissue paper at the opening of the oven door for a few minutes answer while the article remains hot the soft paper will absorb any surplus of fat on the surface twenty one why use soft fresh bread crumbs rather than dried crumbs for breading articles to be fried answer soft crumbs give a better looking and thinner crust than do dried crumbs twenty two why is it essential that every portion of the croquette fish etc be covered with egg and crumbs answer if any portion of the article be unprotected with the coating fat will enter and the juices will flow out twenty three why is it unnecessary to turn fish cutlets croquettes etc during frying in deep fat answer as the whole object is immersed in hot fat during the whole time of cooking turning is unnecessary twenty four in coating an article with bread crumbs is it always necessary to use egg is the entire egg used or simply the egg white answer eggs are always used in coating articles to be fried in deep fat the whole egg makes the best coating 
things to remember in connection with these recipes in deep frying do not wait for crisco to smoke heat crisco until a crumb of bread becomes a golden brown in sixty seconds for raw dough mixtures as crullers fritters etc forty seconds for cooked mixtures as croquettes codfish balls etc twenty seconds for french fried potatoes seconds may be counted thus one hundred and one one hundred and two etc the fat may be tested also by dropping into it a little piece of the article to be cooked when it rises to the top bubbles vigorously and brown quickly the fat is hot enough when fried foods absorb it is because crisco is not hot enough or because you have not used enough crisco use plenty and the raw foods if added in small quantities will not reduce the heat of the fat the absorption in deep crisco frying should be less than that of another fat recipes whole fried potatoes crisco for frying whole potatoes paired as the fat bubbles from the water in the potatoes during the whole time of cooking we might perhaps speak of these potatoes as boiled in crisco have the potatoes pared soaked in cold water an hour or more then dried on a cloth select rather small potatoes let cook until they can be pierced with a skewer drain on soft paper at the oven door and serve at once the potatoes should be mealy and are particularly good as many may be cooked at once as the frying kettle will conveniently hold time about half an hour use level measurements for all ingredients doughnuts two and three quarter cupfuls sifted flour two teaspoonfuls baking powder one half teaspoonful salt one half teaspoonful nutmeg one half tablespoonful crisco one egg two-thirds cupful sugar one half cupful milk sift together the flour baking powder salt and nutmeg and with two knives work in the crisco beat the egg and beat in the sugar and the milk and stir into the dry ingredients take out a little at a time on a floured board roll into a sheet cut out with a doughnut cutter and fry in crisco the fat is at the right heat when it browns a crumb of bread in sixty seconds french fried potatoes pare the potatoes cut them in halves lengthwise and then in pieces like the section of an orange let stand in cold water an hour or longer then dry on a soft cloth and fry in hot crisco to a rich straw color and until tender throughout drain on a skimmer and then on soft paper sprinkle with salt and serve at once the fat is at the right heat when it browns a crumb of bread in twenty seconds chicken croquettes one quarter cupful crisco one half cupful flour one half teaspoonful salt one third teaspoonful black pepper one cupful chicken broth one third cupful cream one egg beaten light one and one half cupfuls cooked chicken in cubes two eggs beaten one quarter cupful milk soft sifted bread crumbs crisco melt the crisco add the flour salt and pepper and stir until bubbling throughout add the broth and cream and stir until boiling add the egg and continue to stir and cook without boiling until the mixture separates a little from the saucepan add the chicken mix and turn on to a plate when cold shape roll in the crumbs cover with the eggs mixed with the milk and again roll in the crumbs when all are ready remove superfluous crumbs and fry in crisco 
heated until a soft bread crumb dropped into it will brown in forty seconds drain on soft paper serve at once with green peas or asparagus tips waffles two cupfuls pastry flour four teaspoonfuls baking powder three-quarter teaspoonful salt two egg yolks one cupful thin cream one quarter cupful sweet milk one half cupful melted crisco three egg whites sift together the flour baking powder and salt beat the yolks add the cream and milk and stir into the dry ingredients add the crisco and whites of eggs beaten dry and beat all together thoroughly bake at once on a hot well criscoed waffle iron potatoes anna pare potatoes white or sweet and cut them lengthwise into slices one-fourth an inch in thickness carefully put the slices together to retain the original shape of the potatoes have ready wooden toothpicks covered with melted crisco run two of these through each potato to keep the slices together not too compactly soak the potatoes an hour or more in cold water let boil ten or fifteen minutes in boiling salted water then drain and set in a baking pan pour over three or four tablespoonfuls of melted crisco and let cook in the oven until tender basting each six or seven minutes with hot crisco from the pan potato patties with peas select rather long potatoes of uniform shape and size pare cut off a slice then hollow to make cups or thin shells let stand in cold water till about ready to serve then wipe dry and fry in deep hot crisco the shells should cook until tender in from six to eight minutes drain on soft paper at the oven door sprinkle the inside with a little salt and use as receptacles for cooked peas seasoned with salt sugar black pepper and butter creamed fish chicken or almost any variety of vegetable may be served in these patties the patties are to be eaten with the contents potato fritters three eggs beaten light two cupfuls mashed potato one cupful sifted pastry flour two teaspoonfuls baking powder one teaspoonful salt one half teaspoonful pepper crisco for frying do not separate the whites and yolks of the eggs for beating gradually beat in the potato hot or cold then beat in the flour sifted again with the other ingredients drop by the large teaspoonful into hot crisco let cook to a golden brown turning often drain on soft paper serve with or without fish or meat fried eggplant half slices of eggplant one egg beaten light one-third cupful milk soft sifted breadcrumbs salt and pepper crisco for frying cut the eggplant in halves lengthwise then cut in slices half an inch in thickness and remove the purple skin sprinkle with salt and pepper dip in the egg mixed with the milk drain and pat in the crumbs turning to coat the whole surface fry two or three slices at a time the crisco is at the right heat when a crumb of soft bread browns in about sixty seconds canned pineapple fritters one egg yolk beaten light one half cupful canned grated pineapple one tablespoonful lemon juice one half teaspoon salt scant one tablespoonful sugar one half cupful and two tablespoonfuls pastry flour one half tablespoonful baking powder one egg white beaten very light crisco for frying to the egg yolk add the salt sugar lemon juice and pineapple cooked 
stir in the flour sifted with the baking powder and lastly fold in the egg white take up the mixture by tablespoonfuls and with a teaspoon scrape it into the hot crisco in a round mass turn often until done drain on soft paper dredge with powdered sugar and serve at once bananas peeled and pressed through a ricer may be used in place of the pineapple breaded halibut hearts fried have four slices of chicken halibut cut from a short distance above the tail the slices should be a generous half inch thick remove the skin and central bone to get two heart-shaped pieces from each slice beat one egg and add three tablespoonfuls of milk roll the fish in soft sifted breadcrumbs and dip each in the egg to cover completely then cover again with the crumbs fry in deep hot crisco to a golden brown do not have the crisco too hot as the fish should cook about four minutes before it is colored enough for the table when right the crisco should change a crumb of bread to a golden brown in about sixty seconds serve with a cupful of mayonnaise dressing into which a few drops of onion juice and two tablespoonfuls of chili sauce or tomato ketchup have been stirred halibut cutlets one and a half cupfuls cooked fish flaked one quarter teaspoonful salt one tablespoonful lemon juice one quarter cupful crisco one teaspoonful grated onion one tablespoonful chopped green pepper one half cupful flour one half teaspoonful salt one cupful fish broth or milk one egg beaten light one third cupful cream one egg three tablespoonfuls milk soft sifted bread crumbs one tablespoon finely chopped parsley crisco sprinkle the salt and lemon juice over the fish melt the crisco in it cook the onion and pepper without discoloring any of them add the flour and salt and stir and cook until frothy add the liquid and stir until boiling add the egg mixed with the cream and stir without boiling until the egg is set add the prepared fish and turn upon a dish when cold mold into one dozen cutlets roll in crumbs cover with beaten egg mixed with milk and again cover with crumbs fry in hot crisco mix the parsley with the crumbs for the final crumbing the crisco should brown a bread crumb in forty seconds fried fillets of fresh fish use any fresh fish from which strips without skin and bone may be taken scrape a little onion juice over the fish and season with salt roll in soft sifted bread crumbs beat an egg and add three tablespoonfuls of milk or water dip the egg over the pieces of fish to baste each piece completely then again roll in crumbs fry in hot crisco to a golden brown serve hot with a cupful of mayonnaise dressing to which two tablespoonfuls each of chopped capers olives pickles and parsley have been added the crisco is at the right temperature when it will brown a crumb of bread in sixty seconds inexpensive lamb cutlets breaded buy three or four pounds of the forequarter of lamb and have it cut to get the shank in one half and the scrag or neck in the other half take the scrag half remove the shoulder blade and cut at the backbone with the cleaver to separate into cutlets steam over boiling water until tender set to press under a weight until cold dip each cutlet in an egg beaten and diluted with milk then roll in soft sifted bread crumbs and fry in hot crisco until well colored serve with string beans carrots or turnips and potatoes 
the crisco at using should brown a crumb of soft bread in forty seconds banana croquettes select small ripe bananas remove the peel and scrape off the coarse threads from the pulp trim off the ends to make each banana the length of a cylinder-shaped croquette beat one egg and add two or three tablespoonfuls of milk roll the bananas in the egg to cover completely then roll in soft sifted bread crumbs fry in hot crisco and drain on soft paper serve as a vegetable with beef or lamb or serve with hot sweet sauce as a dessert the following sauce is appropriate currant jelly sauce boil one cupful of granulated sugar and one-third a cupful of water four or five minutes add a small glass of currant jelly and beat until smooth fried oysters that are different wash and dry the oysters dip in a beaten egg diluted with two tablespoonfuls of milk and roll in fresh grated cheese set them aside for ten minutes and then dip a second time in the egg after the second dipping roll in fine soft bread crumbs fry in deep crisco drain and serve with celery and rolls cutlets of lamb portuguese fashion wash and dry the oysters dip in a beaten egg diluted with two tablespoonfuls of milk and roll in fresh grated cheese set them aside for ten minutes and then dip a second time in the egg after the second dipping roll in fine soft bread crumbs fry in deep crisco drain and serve with celery and rolls cutlets of lamb portuguese fashion one cupful cold cooked lamb three slices cooked bacon three anchovies two tablespoonfuls brown sauce one half teaspoonful paprika one teaspoonful fine chopped parsley one egg beaten light one half teaspoonful salt scant one teaspoonful grated onion one egg four tablespoonfuls milk soft sifted bread crumbs crisco for frying let the meat be free from all unedible portions press this with the bacon and anchovies small fish put up in salt or oil through a food chopper add the sauce left over with the meat and other ingredients and mix all together thoroughly less salt may be needed if the anchovies are salty roll the mixture into balls and flatten these into cutlet shapes roll in flour then in egg beaten and mixed with the milk and lastly in the crumbs fry in hot crisco serve with mashed potato and tomato sauce or stewed tomatoes the crisco is right for frying the cutlets when it browns a crumb of soft bread in forty seconds cheese croquettes three tablespoonfuls crisco one-third cupful flour two-thirds cupful milk or chicken broth two egg yolks beaten light one-half cupful grated cheese one-fourth teaspoonful salt one-fourth teaspoonful paprika one cupful common cheese cut in small cubes one quarter cupful bits of pimento one egg with four tablespoons full milk soft sifted bread crumbs crisco for frying melt the crisco in it cook the flour add the liquid and stir until boiling add the egg and let cook without boiling until the egg is set stir in the grated cheese and seasonings then fold in the cubes of cheese and spread on a criscoed plate when cold shape egg and bread crumb and fry in hot crisco serve at the same time bread and a green vegetable with or without french dressing these are good with rolls and plain celery the pimentos may be omitted cheese fritters one and one half cupful scalded milk 
one quarter cupful starch one quarter cupful pastry flour one half teaspoonful salt one half cupful cold milk one quarter cupful crisco two egg yolks one quarter teaspoonful paprika one half to one whole cupful grated cheese one egg soft bread crumbs crisco for frying stir the cold milk flour cornstarch and salt to a smooth consistency then add to the hot milk and stir until the mixture is thick and smooth cover and let cook fifteen minutes cream the crisco beat in the yolks one at a time and stir into the hot mixture add the paprika and cheese and stir all together evenly when the cheese is melted turn the mixture into a criscoed shallow dish to make a layer from half to three-fourths an inch thick when cold cut in two-inch squares or in strips three or four inches long and an inch wide cover with crumbs then with beaten egg diluted with two tablespoonfuls milk and again roll in crumbs fry in hot crisco drain on soft paper serve with a green salad or cooked fruit and bread as the hearty dish for luncheon or supper for a change use tomato puree cooked tomatoes pressed through a sieve in place of the milk salmon and potato croquettes one cup salmon or two cupfuls fresh cooked salmon two cupfuls mashed potato one half teaspoonful paprika salt as needed one egg soft sifted bread crumbs crisco for frying with a silver fork pick the fish fine add the potato and the seasonings and if at hand a very little drawn butter or cream sauce the potato may be used hot or cold but is better hot mix all together thoroughly then form into shapes of balls corks or cylinders roll in crumbs dip in the egg beaten and mixed with its bulk of milk then again in crumbs and fry in hot crisco about one minute sausage croquettes season two cupfuls of hot potato that has been pressed through a ricer with half a teaspoonful of salt a few grains of paprika and one or two tablespoonfuls of crisco add the beaten yolk of an egg mix and use to cover evenly some cold cooked sausages shaped by rolling on a board in same manner as croquettes dip in egg and roll in sifted bread crumbs cook in deep crisco drain on soft paper rice croquettes easter style three-quarter cupful rice three cupfuls hot milk three-quarter teaspoonful salt one quarter cupful sugar one quarter cupful crisco one egg beaten light orange marmalade one egg three tablespoonfuls milk soft bread crumbs crisco set the rice over a quick fire in a quart or more of cold water and stir until boiling let boil two minutes drain rinse in cold water and drain again cook in a double boiler with the milk and salt until the rice is tender and the milk is nearly absorbed more milk may be needed add the sugar crisco and egg mix and let cook until the egg is set turn upon a plate and when cooled a little form into egg shapes pressing a teaspoonful of marmalade or jelly into the center of each dip in egg beaten and diluted with milk then roll in crumbs and fry in hot crisco drain on soft paper serve with frothy sauce frothy sauce cream half a cupful of crisco and beat in one cupful of sugar add the beaten white of one egg when ready to use stir in half a cupful of boiling water half a teaspoonful salt one tablespoonful lemon juice and one teaspoonful vanilla extract ham croquettes 
one quarter cupful crisco one quarter cupful flour one half teaspoonful salt one half teaspoonful paprika one and one half cupfuls rich milk one cupful boiled rice one cupful chopped ham one egg beaten light make a sauce of the crisco flour seasonings and milk add the egg cook until it thickens but without boiling then add the rice and ham cooked mix thoroughly and turn on a dish to become cold form into balls or cylinder shapes roll in soft sifted bread crumbs then in a beaten egg diluted with three or four tablespoonfuls of milk or water and again in crumbs fry in deep crisco serve with peas stewed tomatoes or tomato salad macaroni croquettes with cheese sauce one cupful macaroni cooked tender one quarter cupful crisco one half cupful flour one teaspoonful salt one half teaspoonful paprika one and one half cupfuls liquid milk and stock or tomato puree two eggs three tablespoonfuls milk or water sifted bread crumbs crisco for frying measure the macaroni after breaking in pieces cook till tender in rapidly boiling salted water drain rinse in cold water and drain again melt the crisco add the flour and seasonings and stir and cook until bubbling throughout add the liquid and stir until boiling then stir in the cooked macaroni cut into half-inch rings turn on to a plate when cold shape rolling crumbs cover with the egg mixed with the liquid and again rolling crumbs when ready to cook shake off superfluous crumbs and fry in crisco drain on soft paper serve at once with cheese sauce poured over cheese sauce one quarter cupful crisco one quarter cupful flour one half teaspoonful salt one half teaspoonful paprika two cupfuls of milk one half to one whole cupful grated cheese melt the crisco in it cook the flour salt and paprika add the milk and stir until boiling add the cheese and stir until melted molasses doughnuts two and a half cupfuls flour one teaspoonful baking powder one quarter teaspoonful cinnamon three quarter teaspoonful salt one egg and one yolk beaten light one quarter cupful thick sour milk one half cupful molasses one half teaspoonful soda sift together the flour baking powder cinnamon and salt sift the soda into the sour milk and stir until it foams add to the egg with the molasses and stir into the dry ingredients a little more flour may be needed keep the mixture soft take upon the board in small portions knead slightly roll into a sheet cut into rounds and fry in hot crisco orange knots three tablespoonfuls crisco three-quarter cupful sugar one egg and one yolk beaten light grated rind one orange one quarter teaspoonful mace four cupfuls sifted flour one half teaspoonful salt one and one half teaspoonfuls cream of tartar one half teaspoonful soda one half cupful milk cream the crisco beat in the sugar the eggs orange rind and mace sift together the dry ingredients add the first mixture and the milk and mix to a firm dough cut off bits of the dough and roll under the fingers into strips the shape and length of a lead pencil tie in a knot or shape like an eight and fry in hot crisco drain on soft paper and dredge with confectioner's sugar swedish timbal cases three-quarter cupful flour one-half teaspoonful salt two egg yolks 
one half cupful milk beat the yolks add the milk gradually then stir little by little into the flour and salt sifted together let the batter stand covered an hour or more before using pour part of it into a cup a little larger than the timbal iron heat the iron in the hot crisco shake off the crisco then lower the iron into the batter to not more than two-thirds its height then transfer the iron to the hot crisco and hold it there until the thin cup-shaped batter is crisp and amber-colored drain over the fat then shake from the iron on to soft pepper the finished case should be thin and crisp if soft and thick add to the batter a teaspoonful of milk a few drops at a time do not hit the bottom of the bowl either in dipping the iron or frying the case to serve fill with cooked chicken fish or vegetable as peas in cream sauce see cream chicken brown the crumb while you count thirty to test the heat of crisco potato doughnuts four and one half cupfuls sifted pastry flour four teaspoonfuls baking powder one teaspoonful salt one-third nutmeg grated one-half teaspoonful soda three eggs beaten light one cupful granulated sugar three tablespoonfuls melted crisco one cupful mashed potato three-fourths cupful thick sour milk sift together all the dry ingredients to the eggs add the sugar crisco mashed potato and sour milk and mix all together then stir into the dry ingredients take a little of the dough on a floured board knead slightly pattern roll into a thin sheet cut in rounds and fry in hot crisco drain on soft paper cheese fingers one quarter pound cheese grated one cupful one half cupful soft sifted bread crumbs one half teaspoonful salt one teaspoonful mustard one half teaspoonful paprika two tablespoonfuls crisco one cupful milk one egg beaten light one egg milk soft sifted bread crumbs crisco cook the cheese crumbs salt seasonings crisco and milk over hot water stirring constantly until the cheese is melted and the mixture is thickened somewhat add the egg and turn into a crisco dish of such size as will give a depth of three-fourths an inch to the mixture set the cheese in the oven in a dish of boiling water and let cook about fifteen minutes when cold cut in strips about three-fourths an inch wide and the length of the finger rolling crumbs dip in beaten egg diluted with milk roll again in crumbs and fry in hot crisco drain on soft paper serve at once with bread and a green vegetable salad or stewed fruit crullers one and one-half cake compressed yeast one quarter cupful lukewarm water one cupful scalded and cooled milk one and three-quarter cupfuls bread flour about one teaspoonful salt one-third cupful melted crisco two eggs beaten light one cupful sugar one-half teaspoonful mace or nutmeg bread flour for soft dough about four cupfuls crumble the yeast into the water mix and add to the milk then stir in the first quantity of flour more may be needed beat until smooth cover and let stand until light add the other ingredients and mix to a dough knead until smooth and elastic and set aside in a bowl brushed over on the inside with crisco until doubled in bulk turn upon a board dredged with flour and roll into a sheet about half an inch thick cut into strips about three-fourths an inch wide twist these and shape them like the figure eight let stand until light 
less than half an hour then fry in deep crisco the crisco should not be as hot as when frying doughnuts made with baking powder or similar agents as they require longer cooking for these a crumb of bread should take seventy seconds to brown sweet potato croquettes two cupfuls cooked sweet potato one half teaspoonful salt one quarter teaspoonful cinnamon two eggs beaten light one egg beaten until well mixed two tablespoonfuls milk soft sifted bread crumbs crisco for frying the potatoes may be baked or boiled press while hot through a ricer beat the two eggs the salt and the cinnamon into the potato more salt may be needed let cool a little then roll in the hands into balls form on a board into cylinder shapes roll the shapes in the soft crumbs cover with the egg mixed with the milk and again roll in the crumbs after standing a short time roll the shapes again to remove any loose crumbs fry in hot crisco about one minute the crisco is at the proper temperature when a crumb of bread dropped into it will brown in forty seconds salt codfish balls en surprise two cupfuls raw potatoes pared and cut in quarters one cupful salt codfish in bits one half teaspoonful pepper one egg beaten light one half cupful thick white sauce one half cupful sardines in bits crisco for frying have the sardines mixed with the white sauce use one tablespoonful of crisco one and one half tablespoonfuls of flour and one half cupful of milk in making the sauce and the mixture chilled put the potatoes in a saucepan pour in boiling water nearly to cover the potatoes above and at the centre of the potatoes set the fish cover and let cook until the potatoes are done drain in a large gravy strainer pick out the potato and press it through a ricer into the hot saucepan add the fish pepper and egg and beat all together thoroughly shape into balls in the hands as the codfish balls are shaped make a depression in the top of each and insert part of a teaspoonful of the sardine mixture draw the potato mixture over to enclose the filling fry in hot crisco these may be made without the sardine filling end of section five